Hello, it's Rebecca from Tea, Toast, and Trivia. I am delighted to have my mother today, Frances, to talk about, are you ready for this? Sod houses. We've seen them in museums, but has anybody been in a sod house? What is happening is that we're having a recurrence of that sod idea in the here and now. But today, I'd like to go back and talk with my mom, Frances, who has some recollections of what a sod house was all about. So take it away, mom, and talk about sod houses. Please bear with me as I try to remember things as it was many years ago. My grandfather Carl brought his family over from Sweden and settled them in a place called Minden, Nebraska. As far as I know, this was probably a Scandinavian or partly Scandinavian town because he wouldn't have settled someplace where he couldn't understand anything. And I do know that there was one Danish family there because Grandpa Carl married Grandma Hannah some years later. He had to get all prepared to make this trip. He would have had to arrange horses and a wagon for his provisions and absolutely a lot of water because he would have to have water to drink on his way. He would have to take the things for building along with him and, like I say, the provisions for eating. But I don't know how long it took him to make his trip. He went to Custer County, the second largest county in Nebraska, to Broken Bow, the county seat, to arrange for a homestead. Now, I do know that the trip from Broken Bow to his homestead would have taken a full day. So we know how long it must have taken him to arrive in his homestead. It was in a beautiful valley running north and south between two tall tablelands. The one to the east was called Stop Table. The one to the west was called Talin Table, named after a very early settler. Now, his homestead was truly beautiful, but it was very dry. There was no little stream running through the canyon as in others, very little rain, very little snow, nothing except little bushes, chokecherries, little wild plums. There were no trees. Log cabin was not a possibility. However, Nebraska had and still has buffalo grass acres and acres of it. Now, this was a special grass. It grew low to the ground, very matted, no long green blades. Actually, if you could use your imagination, it looked like a thick, beautiful Persian rug. And not only was the sod matted close together, but the roots were thick and heavy and deep. And when the early settlers came, they found that they could make grass bricks out of it and lay them to make the walls for a sod house. 
My father was born in 1901, so all of this probably would have taken place in the 1880s. By the time my grandfather came, things were a little bit different. There was a new machine manufactured. I probably shouldn't say manufactured. Handcraft. It had a plow-like blade that could be pulled through the sod to cut blocks. It had little handles so it could be directed. But the best feature was is that it had a place for a rope to be attached to the harness of a horse, a mule, or an ox, whatever they had. And they could pull this machine through and make blocks out of the sod. Now, the sod was cut into blocks at least four inches thick and 12 or more inches wide. The length of the sod bricks would have been chosen by the one building. Now, these would have been heavy, so I don't think they would have been more than two feet long. They made all these bricks, got them ready to make the walls. But before that, they had to find a level place for the sod house. They would have to rake and clean it up and prepare it for the walls. And not only the walls, but the inside would have been make the, the floor of the little soddy. They began then their toil. And what I mean is toil. They worked hard. The first pioneers had to dig these blocks up by spade. Can you imagine? The sod was laid with the grass side down, one upon another, leaving a place for the door or doors if there were two. And then Layer upon layer, they made this completely around the house. When they got to the window level, they had to leave a place for the windows. Then on and on up to the roof. They had to make the roof. Now, how would they do that? There was no wood, so they would have to go in search for branches from trees in other places. They had to find wood to cover the whole house. And it had to be close together, too, because what they did from that time, they covered it with tar paper. As a child, I remembered this ugly, black, heavy fabric. They had to lift this up and put it on every square inch of the roof. They even maybe did several layers because this had to keep snow and rain from dripping down into the house. Now remember, the sod that they put around the sides of the house was grass side down. On the roof, the grass side went up, covered the whole ceiling. The sod houses had little peaked roofs. It's interesting that you mentioned the need for lumber. So they've used whatever they had. 
that is something I'm going to look into a little bit further because that would be interesting to see well, where, where did he where, get the where, lumber? Where did they get the lumber? They must have been really cozy because a lot of people didn't want to move out of their sod houses. Once they were there, they had beautiful pictures. Some put wallpaper on them. You're right. They didn't really like to move out of them. My grandmother was very disappointed when her nice frame house was built because the windows wouldn't hold her plants and her knickknacks that she liked <laughs> to put on. Grandpa always talked about those oh. houses. My father was the last child to be born in the sod house. It was a happy place. What's interesting now, if you take a look around, people are looking at grass roofs for commercial buildings, for apartment houses, and what I was reading is that green roofs improve and reduce energy consumption. At the side of buildings, they have plants coming out. People are having on their balconies more green space. So I am very interested to seeing how this is going to progress because what happened in the past is being replicated now with using grass. And they're not talking about plants, but actual grass being grown on rooftops. Yes, we see trees. It's too high up to see the grass. <laughs> but, but it's there. It's there. Thanks for joining us on how sod houses were in the past and how they were made and what they're doing even now to do the same thing. Francis, a special thank you today. It's been really wonderful to have conversations with you over our decades together. And this is the first time that we've captured this story. So it's good to remember. Oh, it is. And good to be happy about it. Francis and I would love to hear from you. Thanks for listening in. Safe travels wherever your adventures take you.